Section 34 of The Obscure Night of the Soul by St. John of the Cross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book 2, Chapter 19 The mystic ladder has ten degrees. Explanation of the first five of them. The steps of the ladder of love, by which the soul, ascending from one to another, rises upwards to God, are ten in number. The first degree of love makes the soul languish to its great profit. Here was the bride when she said, I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem. This languishing is not unto death, but for the glory of God, for the soul faints away as to sin in all things whatsoever, that are not God for God's sake, as the psalmist testifies. My spirit hath fainted away. From all things after thy salvation, as it is more fully expressed in another place, my soul hath fainted after thy salvation. As a sick man loses all appetite and the taste of his food, and the color vanishes from his face, so the soul in this degree of love loses all pleasure in earthly things and all desire of them, and like one in love its color fades away. The soul does not fall into this languishing state except through the vehement heat which descends into it from above, which is the mystic fever, according to the words of the psalmist, Thou didst send thy inheritance a free reign, O God, and it was weakened. But thou hast made it perfect. This languishing and fainting away of the soul, which is the first and earliest step to God, I have already explained, when I spoke of that annihilation to which the soul is brought when it begins to stand upon the ladder of contemplative purgation, when it finds no comfort, pleasure, nor support anywhere, in consequence of which it begins immediately to climb the other steps of the ladder. On the second step the soul is unremitting in its search after God. Thus the bride sought him in her bed by night. She had fainted away there on the first step of the ladder, and found him not. She added, I will rise, I will seek him whom my soul loveth. This is now the unceasing occupation of the soul. Seek ye the Lord, seek his face evermore, is the counsel of the psalmist, and never rest till he be found, like the bride who, when she had questioned the watchman, passed on in her search, and left them. Mary Magdalene did not remain even with the angels at the sepulchre. So anxious is the soul now, that it seeks the beloved in all things. All its thoughts, words, and works are referred to him. In eating, sleeping, and waking, all its anxieties are about him, as I have already described it when speaking of the anxieties of love. As love becomes strong regarding health, it commences the ascent to the third step by a new purgation in the night, as I shall hereafter explain, and which issues in the effects that follow. On the third step of the loving ladder, the soul worketh, and is fervent, and faints not. Of this step spoke the royal prophet when he said, Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, he shall delight exceedingly in his commandments. If fear, the fruit of love, produces this delight, what will be the effect of love itself? On this step of the ladder the soul looks on great things as little, on many as few, and on length of time as a moment, 
by reason of the burning fire which consumes it. It is with the soul as it was with Jacob, who served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed but a few days because of the greatness of his love. If the love of a created being did so much in Jacob, what will the love of the Creator himself do, when it shall have taken possession of the soul, on the third step of the ladder? Here the soul, because of the great love it has for God, is in great pain and suffering because of the scantiness of its service. If it could die for him a thousand times, it would be comforted. It looks upon itself as unprofitable in all it does, and on its whole life as worthless. Another most wonderful effect is that it looks upon itself as being in truth the very worst of all, for two reasons. First, because its love continues to show it what God deserves at its hands, and secondly, because it acknowledges to itself that even the great things it does for God are imperfect and faulty. Hence confusion of face and affliction when it compares the meanness of its own conduct with the majesty of God. On this third step the soul is very far from giving way to vainglory or presumption, or from condemning others. These anxious and other effects of the same kind are wrought in the soul when on the third step of the ladder, and so the soul acquires strength and courage to ascend to the fourth. When the soul is on the fourth step of the ladder of love, it falls into a state of suffering, but without weariness on account of the Beloved. For, as St. Augustine saith, love makes all that is grievous and heavy to be light as nothing. It was on this step that the bride stood when she expressed her longing for the last, saying, Put me as a seal upon thy heart, as a seal upon thy arm. For love, that is, the acts and operations of love, is strong as death, jealousy is hard as hell. The spirit is now so strong, and has so subdued the flesh, that it is as regardless of it as the tree is of one of its leaves. It seeks not for consolation or sweetness, either in God or elsewhere, neither does it pray for God's gifts through any motive of self-interest or its own satisfaction. All it cares for now is how it shall please God, and serve Him in some measure as He deserves to be served, and in some degree corresponding with the graces it has received, and this at any and every cost. The spiritual man now is saying in his heart and mind, My God and my Lord, how many there are who seek their own comfort and joy in thee, and who pray for gifts and graces, but those who strive to please thee, who offer thee that which costs them something, and who cast their own interests aside, are very few. It is not thy will to show mercy that fails, O my God, but it is we who fail in using thy mercies as we ought, so as to bind thee to show us thy mercy continually. This degree of love is exceedingly high, for now the soul, earnest in its love, follows after God in the spirit of suffering for his sake, and God therefore frequently, and as it were continually, permits it to rejoice, visiting it sweetly in spirit, for the boundless love of Christ, the word, cannot look on the sufferings of the souls that love without hastening to their relief. He has promised to do so by the mouth of the prophet, saying, I have remembered thee, 
pitying thy youth when thou followest me in the desert which in its spiritual sense is that abandonment which the soul is conscious of with regard to all created things when it cannot rest upon them or be at ease among them on this fourth step of the ladder the soul is so inflamed with love and so set on fire with the desire after god that it ascends upwards to the fifth on the fifth step of the ladder the soul longs after god and desires him with impatience such is now the eagerness of the soul to embrace and be united to the beloved that every moment of delay how slight soever seems to it long tedious and oppressive and it is ever thinking that it has found its love but when it sees that its desires are disappointed which is almost continually the case it faints away through the intenseness of its longing as it is written my soul longeth and fainteth for the courts of the lord and now the soul must either obtain its desires or die like rachel who said to jacob give me children otherwise i shall die now it is nourished by love for as was its hunger so is its abundance and so it ascends to the sixth step the steps of which i am about to describe end of section thirty four